Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Watson taking a deep shot, looking for Fuller. What a cat! The pressure of J.J. Watt. But I'm trying, Ringo. I'm trying real hard to be the shepherd. Deshaun Watson does it himself. You're going to want to be comfortable today. Watch the show. Night of the fight, you may feel a slight sting. That's pride fucking with you. Fuck pride. For the win in overtime to advance the Texans. Got it. Oh, welcome in a town. What's happening, Houston? You know what it is. You know what it do. You know what this is. This is the Believe in Texan podcast with my man, Freddie D, and me, Henry Thomas. Thank you very much, Henry Thomas. That is the legend, the myth, the man, the one, the only. No myth here. The only myth is is why this man's not in the Hall of Fame because all this guy did was spend 14 years starting in the National Football League. Two-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, 93. And a half. Career sacks, the most everybody knows, tackling the history of the National Football League. Over a 1,000, yes, that's right, a 1,000 career tackles from the nose tackle position. A Bayou Bengal, the pride of Eisenhower High School. Swoop, swoop. And a bona fide resident of the Fofo, the one, the only, Mr. Henry Tomas. Yes, sir. We're here again. I mean, I, I would like, wish we were under, you know, better circumstances, but we were both wrong. It wasn't like a high, high scoring game. No, it wasn't. It no was, uh, I was surprised that was a defensive game. <laughs> or was it more like the lack of offense? Uh, no, it was really more offensive uh, is what it was uh, <laughs> as we're watching that. As always, we got to give a shout-out to our folks over at betonline.ag. Listen, we are heading into week 11 of the National Football League. And, of course, uh, with the Rona, just – tell you what, talk about making a vicious second-half comeback. Good God, the Rona is in full of physic. But, luckily, NFL is still going on. Uh, the protocols are in place. And with that being said, since you can't be there in person, you want to put a little action on it. The only place to do that, Henry Thomas, is over at betonline.ag. And, of course, right now you got all things going on. you got the MLB futures that you can bet on. MLS playoffs, okay? I, I didn't know you could bet. I mean, I knew you could bet on that. Yeah. All right? I don't know who does, but if you do, Hey, betonline.ag is the place to go. They're the ones to do it for you. Okay. Uh, also, too, Russell Westbrook, where he's going to get traded to. If you hurry up and act now, depending upon when uh, the, the James Harden trade goes down. Now, that may be off the board already, but the Russell Westbrook trade, you can take bets on that. Uh, you can take bets on NBA props as well. And, of course, after this flurry of activity goes on, uh, you'll be able to place bets on, you know, who's going to win the 2021 NBA championship. And, of course, you can always put bets uh, on the NFL season week to week. But, of course, Henry Thomas, the part of BetOnline.ag that you and I are most excited about. Love. Is what? 24 hours a day casino. You can't sleep. You got 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 some money itching in your pocket. You want to make a little more. You just took a vaccine. What? Yeah. You twitching? Yeah. You twitching? I don't twitching? know if that's from the vaccine or what. 
I don't know either, but you don't have the COVID. <laughs> but even if you got the COVID, you can bet from home 24 right. hours a day on this website. You absolutely can, Henry Thomas, and uh, it's the one, the only, betonline.ag. So check them out today. Go to betonline.ag. They are the premier place for all things online sports betting. They are the online sports book experts, so make sure you check them out and check them out today. All right, that being said, let's get this bad boy rocking and rolling. Plenty to get to with your Houston Texans, Henry Thomas. And a couple pieces of news that came out before the game started, of course. One being that uh, there was a rumor being floated, and it started out with Ian Rappaport uh, before the game started, Ian Rappaport from NFL.com, saying that the Houston Texans were looking at potentially uh, using Romeo Crennel as a stopgap for next year, okay? He's already got the interim title this year. We get it. We understand why. I mean, he's, he's been a head coach before. He's been in the NFL forever and a day. But because of, quote-unquote, the COVID, they're thinking about, Texans were thinking about having him as coach next year so they could do a full-on coaching search. I'm not really sure what sense that makes. To me, it makes no sense at all. You've got private planes. You've got Zoom. uh, Other teams and other sports have made hiring, uh, coaching hires, and I just feel like if that's your reason. Now, again, from what I read in the article, too, it's it's a hotly contested uh, subject in the Texans uh, executive staff, quarters, whatever you want to call it. I don't see how anybody with worth their salt could have this, could think this is a good idea. And more importantly, what are you telling Deshaun Watson if, hey, listen, we don't feel comfortable or confident enough that we can go out and get a good head coach for you, so we're going to go ahead and use Romeo Cornell as a stopgap in a, in, in, you know, we're going to eat up one more year of your prime, Deshaun, with a coach that we know is not you're going to be your coach of the future, but we're going to go ahead and set you back. And, oh, by the way, what coordinator is going to want to come on board if that's the case? Just laziness. That's it, right? That If, if that's the case, that's just laziness. And how? Wh- what's a stopgap? What's somebody that, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, Equated to football terms, because so is that a two gap guy or a pass rush that, guy? That's um, uh, a stop gap. Is it, well, you don't. I guess you don't want him to stop the run or get to the passer. <laughs> he just takes up blocks. Just I guess. sit there and take up space, not that's even it. blocks. Yeah, he's just a space eater at that point. Well, I, you know what? It 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 seems okay. It seems bullshit to me. Yeah, I mean it. It's it's lazy. They're not putting in the due diligence to find somebody. One, because they already know how bad a situation anybody coming into this situation, into this organization is going to have to face. You got no picks. Your team is not, I mean, week in and week out, you're seeing what you got. You can pick a handful of guys that you want to go forward with from just watching the games. Right. And it's not a lot of them. So they're just being lazy, waiting to get picks and whatever to entice somebody else in. But right now, it's the it's the wrong thing to do. And it's like you said, what are you saying to your, your, your players that are there, that are your core? Just hang on one more year? Just waste another year of your, your talent? Because that talent don't last. I mean, because if, no. tal- if talent lasts, I'd just be <laughs> retired right now. <laughs> You'd have been clocking a few extra years uh, if that was the case. Absolutely. But you, and, and again, and that's a great point as well, is, you know, NFL players, it, it, it's a finite 
amount of time that you have to play this game. It's a window. Some windows are bigger than others, but it's still a window. Deshaun Watson is running for his life right now. Okay, I mean, <laughs> absolutely. And, and, and here's the thing. And, and you know, me and, me and Fred, too, were talking about this on Sunday. The Texans are doing the exact same thing to Deshaun Watson that they did to David Carr a decade and a half ago. Mm. All right, when you think about it. I mean, let's call it what it is. The Texans ruined David Carr's career. Oh, without a doubt. Okay, I mean, they got that poor man. I mean, again, we're not saying that – no one thought David Carr was ever going to beat Joe Montana. Right. But we'll never know what he could have been because the dude got his ass beat for the first four or five years of his NFL career. I mean, this guy was a, a tackling dummy. Week in and week out, okay. absolutely. All right. So you're doing that exact same thing to Deshaun Watson a decade and a half later. Yeah. Like you would have thought you would have learned by now to surround a guy. And and the thing is, is that what's the point of surrounding, spending picks on 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 offensive linemen? You're you know spending and essentially when I say spending picks, I mean let's call it what it is. You've given up two three picks. For Laramie Tunsil. Right. You spent a first-round pick on Titus Howard. All right? You spent picks on Max Sharping. All right? You spent picks on Nick Martin. All right? You've used draft capital to get these offensive linemen in an effort to keep your quarterback erect, as our boy uh, Barry Warner would say. Exactly. And what's happened? He's getting his ass beat on a day-to-day basis. On a snap-to-snap basis. On a snap-to-snap <laughs> basis. That's exactly right. And you're watching him. I mean, I'll tell you what. I'm watching him make throws that – I think, you know, maybe his rookie year before the beating started to commence. Yeah. He would make. All right. And, 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 and you know, you and I kind of debunked this little uh, uh, hot take last week where people were saying, oh, he's having a career year. He's having a career. Well, okay. Yardage wise, yeah, he's a couple hundred yards more this year than he was last year at this time. But when you look at the numbers, which we broke down last week, his numbers are almost identical almost, to what they yeah. were last year. All right, which is really more a testament to Deshaun Watson exactly. than they are to anything else that's being going on right now. Because again, for as much as you've invested that offensive line, that offensive line is dog shit. Has all not right? done anything to protect the quarterback. David Johnson is 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 has done nothing. All right, your boy Duke, God bless him, is is as uh, I thought he was going to be something. You know, doing the best with what what God gave him, yep. as our boy Teddy J would say. Which right now. Uh, uh, after what we saw out of him last week, all right, I think he had what fourteen touches for fifty-four yards or something like that. Uh, yeah, fourteen catches or excuse me, fourteen touches, fifty-four yards last week. And again, the weather was terrible last week. I mean, it was a ground and pound type of game last week. But here's the other thing of it: tell you what, Browns didn't have any problem running the ball last week. Sure didn't. All right, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt together, uh, thirty-nine. Excuse me, thirty-eight carries for two hundred and thirty yards. Okay. Now, granted, what, 50 yards of that was Nick Chubb breaking through last week. And, of course, for all you betters out there, crying. Ooh, tell you what. Hey, I'm, I'm happy he weren't out of bounds. I took them two points. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right because you and I both had the, uh, the, the, the Texans, Texans yes, sir. last week. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Nick Chubb looked like – you couldn't tell he'd just come off the IR. No. That's for sure. I mean, he looked healthy. And if any – Teams coming up from now on, if you got guys that are coming off the IRR, bring them on Texan week. That's it. That <laughs> is the week to do it. It that seems is. like the time everybody's coming off is seem to have a great game. If you're looking for a get right game, if you're yeah. trying to get your, your run game back uh you know, back on track again, the Texans are certainly that team to do it against. But uh, I think it's criminal right now what you what, what the Texans are doing to uh, Deshaun Watson and I think if there's any talk now, of course John McClain came out later that day on Twitter and said uh, that story was complete uh, nonsense. Poppycock. Poppycock, yes sir, that there's no way in 
hell that the Texans are not going to uh, hire a coach for next year. They're not going to hire a GM. You got to hire a GM. You got to hire a head coach because you're sending the wrong message in every way possible. And I think right now, if you're the Houston Texans, you have to do everything you can. And and I tweeted this out on Sunday. Um, I think the only thing more criminal than letting Bob run this franchise into the ground the way you did was is continuing to let Mike Devlin coach your offensive line. Oh. Because I, I just I don't see how when you've put the resources that you've had into that offensive line and for it to look as bad as it does week in and week out, you have to I mean it, it's gotta be coaching. Where let's look up Devlin's pedigree. See what he what he's oh, done. Oh, you know who he was with before? Who was? The Jets. Oh, that screams out. Yay. Yeah, he, he was with the Jets before. He was has, the, has a defensive, I mean, uh, offensive line coach. As an offensive line coach. His, his, his claim to that? fame, his claim to fame, because trust me, I looked this up. His claim to fame was DeBrickishaw Ferguson. DeBrickishaw Ferguson. Other than saying the name, it's cool to say the name, DeBrickishaw Ferguson. And, and, and here's the thing. Guy, I think a guy like a DeBrickishaw, oh, he had DeBrickishaw Ferguson and Nick Mangold. Two guys. They play on the same line? They played on the same line, who were, who were studs, who, took, in my estimation, you could have put DeBrickishaw Ferguson on any offensive line. Well, and so he was gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nick Mangold was an all-pro center or an all, uh, was a Pro Bowl center. Yeah. Right? So guys like that were going to be good no matter where you put them. Right. Okay? I mean, you, I mean, you know, you, you played against good offensive line. Who linemen. do they – so you got those two studs. Now you got to put people in there to, to, to connect all those guys. Exactly. And, he had, and that's all he had is those two. That's all he had. Because they didn't say the Jets' offensive line. This was back, and of course, I think this was back when Rex Ryan was the uh, was the head coach. Hmm. Let's go back to when I played. Uh, how yeah. many are we gonna go back? Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, I don't. I don't see it. I mean, there's a, a handful of offensive line coach coaches that actually get my respect because you know I'm, I'm a defensive guy. So exactly. It's not. It's just innate. It's built into me to not like offensive linemen. Right, that's fair. And I, so, can, I can appreciate that. But there are a few that um, get get my uh, my respect and my admiration. Um, the guy in uh, New England, he does a great job. Oh, um, the oh the old guy that, yeah. that they that left. And, yes, and then they got their ass beat for half a year, and, and Belichick <laughs> was like, "No, no, 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 you, you're coming." Although I think he did retire, yeah. finally this yeah. past season. Wow! I but know when he comes about. back, you see a difference immediately, immediately. in, a, in an you offensive saw, line. Matter of fact, I want to say that was the year the, the year that the Patriots got their ass beat by the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. Okay, okay, and then I want to say he brought him back that year, <laughs> mid season. See, and I'm, guess what? I want to say the Patriots went to the Super Bowl that year. They, yeah, they may have gone. You, you may be right on that. You one. know, but. There's a there's a handful. Um, Indianapolis had one. I think his name was Hud, uh, not Hud. Um, okay, that yeah. guy. That guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that I, guy. But th- there's a handful of them that I mean that that I like and I I, I watch him work. Even the guy in the, with the Chiefs. I Anthony, mean, and Anthony Hack. Yeah, I mean these guys. I can see from the offensive line and the way they work and how they play. What what coaching they were getting right to, to play at that level because one-on-one some of the guys on the even on the Chiefs line I'm like oh I still got to move for him Man, yeah he's a sucker for a bob and, sli- a bob <laughs> right, and swim right. but the way the line works together protects that and protects the quarterback you know the Chiefs have the Chiefs this year have lost their starting left guard Kasemi exactly. Oshalemi or whatever the hell his name is. Right. Okay, he 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 blows out both knees in a game. Uh, Mitchell Schwartz, right tackle, who prior to this year had played nine straight seasons 
without missing a – I think he missed one snap last year but had played nine straight years of missing no games. Right. Okay? He goes out two games ago with back injury. All right? Then you swap out your center in the middle of the season. And I, now I will say this. I will say this. Running-wise, the Chiefs have left a lot to be desired from okay. a run game standpoint. But at the same time, too, I think Pat's only been uh, sacked five times this year. Oh. And let's call it what it is. If you're the if you're the offensive line coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. While yes, we'd love for you to be able to run the ball. What's your number one job? Protect the guy back there. If we're passing the ball <laughs> and you got somebody, stay on him. That's it. Just stay with him. If he runs past you, get on his hip because the guy gonna go the other way, that's and now you're in a good spot. That's it. And that's what just boggles my mind with the Texans is just that. You know, you've gone. You've spent so many resources in trying to keep number four from just taking a beating. I mean, listen, that he made a pass on Sunday on that drive where they where where they finally scored a touchdown. He was being sacked while making the throw. Yes. Okay, that's a testament to Deshaun Watson. All right, and 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 again, it's 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 it's. It's troubling to me to see what's being done and how little this team is trying to really – because, again, you can spend all you want on, on the players, but if the coaching's not up to par, I just don't understand how you can't make a move to do it because it just it, – it, 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 at some point, a, a decision has to be made. Now, again, I think we're all in agreement, Henry Thomas, that, that Devlin will be gone after yes. this year's over. The whole lot of them. It's got to be, right? It's going to be. I, mean, I, mean, I, I can't imagine. If you're bringing in a new coach, a new coach doesn't want any of that – Lingering over. Oh, no. Because at what – I mean, on bad teams where the coaching is bad and you got you got to build something, there's a group yeah. that week in and week out plays, performs, and they have a something about wanting to win and all that. But because that group is, is shining during this terrible time, you know it comes from up top. They're coaching. Yeah. And that's somebody you want to talk to and say, "Hey, what's going on? How do you feel?" Because you can see it in the in the way the guys play. Now, a lot of guys that come out and say, "Oh, we want to keep this." If you come in, again, we keep this coach. We ain't trying to keep you, buddy. We're trying to get keep somebody that's gonna make it better. Exactly. And but from watching on, I don't I don't see that group with the Texans. What, what? group is shining? Special team no. linebackers. They all hurt, beat up. Um. D line, no. Secondary, hell no. Wide receivers, no. Who's coaching really. the tight ends? I like the tight ends. Uh, I you know what I, I'd, have to, I'd have to look. I mean, okay, I, in the tight end group, I mean, I'm not. I'm pretty sure the tight end group are being coached by, and, and this is what you know it's, it's it's crap. Tight end group is probably being coached by the. Offensive line for blocking and the wide receiver coach for catching the ball. They don't have an individual coach unless it's somebody's buddy. <laughs> you know? Oh, you got me thinking. Now. I'm just saying. You got me wondering now. Uh, let's see. The Texans' tight ends coach is. A gentleman by the name. Of Will Lawing. Okay. So you, you're going to ask Henry Thomas, who is Will Lawing? That's what my next question. Okay. Will Lawing is in his seventh season with the Texans and second as tight ends coach. He spent two years as an offensive assistant, offensive line coach, after three years with 
let's see. After three years on the defensive side of the ball. Oh yeah, he's somebody, buddy. Well, he's been he's been with uh, he's the Texans for seven years. Well, he's been with BLB for he he was one of BLB's original guys. Oh, his shit is packed. He know he ain't staying. Oh, he's got to right. He should listen to the podcast. Let me tell you, get your shit packed, boy. Lawing came to Houston you, from Penn State, where he served as a graduate assistant under head coach Bill O'Brien ooh, for the 2013 season. That has sexual connotation from Penn State, you know, and he followed him over. Ooh. Okay, here, here you go. Here you go. Here you All go. All right. Give it Prior to, to Penn State, he spent four seasons with Juniata College, and I – Hey, if you know where that's at, you're a better man than me. Juniata College? Juniata, J-U-N-I-A-T-A. Juniata College as the program's offensive coordinator, passing game coordinator, and tight ends coach. Oh, that's a prep school. That's high school, right? Well, it's, I'm guessing it's probably like a D3 school. Really? What's, what's, is it anything lower than that? <laughs> NAIA. <laughs> Seven man. NAIA. Seven man. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, you got five jobs. You ain't in no big time. <laughs> well, no, no, no. He was, no, no, that's what I'm saying. No, he was, he was a coordinator from 11 to 12, okay. passing game coordinator before that, and then tight ends coach before that. So that's what I'm saying. So he's always been on the offensive. So, yeah, so he's had, but that's what I'm saying. That's, that's where he came from is the bill. He got uh, connected with BOB. And it uh, Penn State and the Texans are his only uh, yeah. NFL experience that he has. I'm glad. I hope you enjoyed it. That's my question. And, and our boy Tab, uh, longtime friend of the program, shout out to our boy Tab. Who would you look at for this team that would be, uh, that, 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 like you said, would go work for another NFL team? Because that's the thing, right? Is that, you know, you look at like Kubiak staff. Right. All right. Kubiak's Kubiak staff, they went to other teams. Like, Absolutely. You know, um, you know, I mean, obviously Kyle Shanahan, coach of the, you know, is, is a coach now. Uh, our boy, um, oh, damn it. He's the D coordinator for the Arizona Cardinals now. Vance Joseph. <laughs> Vance Joseph. So, yeah, so Vance Joseph is, is the Arizona Cardinals. You know, but he's a guy that got his start or, or you know, it played a prominent role back in the day with – the Texans. Right. All right. And so that's the one thing about, you know, guys like Kubiak. Kubiak had some decent coaches on his coaching staff. I'll tell you exactly. what, the offensive line hasn't been the same since Kubiak left. You can, yeah, absolutely. And, again, not to rub salt in the Texans' wounds, but that, that Minnesota offense. Starting to walk off. Starting to do, uh, starting to do a few things. Yep. Okay. And, and real quick, not to, not to go on a, a side here, but it's, it's Texans-related. How much of that do you think, from a coaching standpoint, because it was Coop? Now, he was an offensive assistant the year before, but still, it's obviously a different deal when you're the guy. Right. And obviously, you know, Kevin Stefanski was the offensive coordinator the year before, before he became the uh, head coach with the Browns. But, you know, you got to figure, okay, Coops comes in as the OC. He's changing everything to his. Right. I mean, because, I mean, come on, it's he had, he had a touch when the other guy was going Right. On. You know, like, uh, I don't think that'll work. We ought to try it like this. Exactly. But at the same time. And they work well together. But he's letting his guy do it, right? Right. But then Coops comes in and says, hey, I got the bling to show. You know, I got the bling for one. Yeah. I got the pelts on the wall. I've worked with some of the greats of all time. Yes. All right. I mean, I remember back in the day uh, we had Steve Young come on, and Steve Young gushed about Gary Kubiak. Right. And what he does offensively. We had Rod Smith, the old uh, Denver Bronco wide receiver, come on. Gushed. About Gary Kubiak, and I don't think it's a coincidence. You look at certain guys. Joe Flacco had his best career ever with 
Yes, with Kubs. Or had his best year of his career right. with Kubiak. So my, I guess my question to you is, do you co- do you think this coincides with the fact that this offense finally starting to get off the ground a little bit and starting to make some noise? Is the fact that okay, you had a new not you know a newer system that you had to learn if you were the if you were the Minnesota Vikings, you had a jacked up off season, much like everybody did, and so it took a little bit of time. You had no preseason to kind of work out the kinks, and now all of a sudden you're starting to see this offense finally starting to roll because maybe now guys are starting starting to get comfortable. And oh, by the way, you got maybe the best running back in the NFL. Absolutely, that and doesn't the, hurt. And the, and the running game is really picking up because of it, which is huge in a Gary Kubiak offense. Right, absolutely. Kubiak, when he got the job with the Texans, yes, he came in, and the reason, in my opinion, that he got the job was we have a good team. I can make this work with the quarterback that you dumped all this loot on. Exactly. Even though that guy was beat up and not as good as everybody thought. Right. Okay? Right. So he works with that. The guy finally gets hurt. He brings in some quarterbacks. He he gets some guys that were shelves other places and make things happen. Have great seasons. Exactly. You know, win some divisions or what have you. Okay. Now, health issues goes away. Wins a Super Bowl somewhere. Goes and does this. Now he's with Minnesota. Is he a candidate to come back? Because now you got a quarterback that's bona fide. Does is he a candidate to come back to the Texans and be the head coach? I mean, he's won a Super Bowl. Yes, he has. And everyone, like using your words, gushed about him. They but did, he, but the thing we forget about Gary Kubiak too, though, is there was a lot of eight and eight seasons. Okay. There was a lot of eight and eight seasons that he he suffered through, and he the thing here's what you got to ask about Gary Kubiak. All right, first of all, Gary Kubiak had one good like out of this stratosphere year, right? That twelve and four year with and what? A, who's the quarterback? Matt Schaub. Okay, and Schaub got hurt that year. Okay, okay, Schaub gets hurt, has the little plantar fasciitis, and you win a game with TJ. You know, uh, what was it TJ? Guy from Texas? No, no. Houston. No. Yates. Yates. T.J. Yates. Yeah. Okay, T.J. Yates. Um, Local guy or something, right? No, he, he played North Carolina. You, he had Case Keenum, I think. That's the, right, he, after he, that. He brought Case Keenum in after that. I guess the thing would be this, from a fan base standpoint, is are you, what, what Gary Kubiak are you getting? Am I getting Denver Broncos uh, Gary Kubiak? Who, oh, by the way, let's not forget that defense that the, that the Broncos had that year was tip-top. Okay, I, I pose it to you again. You have a bona fide quarterback. You do. You've had okay quarterbacks that have thrived under his system, under his tutelage. Yes. Why couldn't it happen here? No, it absolutely could. I guess my question would be, who's your coordinator? Who's your D coordinator? Okay, because that was always the problem with D. That was always the, the, the that was always the knock on Gary Kubiak. Well, we he, he we definitely not sh- bringing Bum Phillips somebody. Yeah, ain't bringing Wade Phillips back. But <laughs> that was always the knock on him was that he held on to shitty coordinate D coordinators for too long. Offense was never the issue. It I mean it was it was an issue of okay, is Matt Schaub enough to get you over the hump? And you figured out no, he wasn't. All right, okay. because you had you know and the other and the other aspect of it was too okay you had Andre Johnson. And you had you had uh, uh, Arian Foster, but you never had that number two guy. You okay. know, you never had that guy. I mean, you know, you had a, your number two receiver for the longest time was was Kevin Walter. Okay, and 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 you know he was a good blocker. 
I mean, I got into. I'll, I'll never forget fighting with with uh, Barry Warner about Kevin Walter, and yeah, he was like, block. "Well, he's a great blocker." Yeah, I said, I said, Barry, listen to what you just said. Wide receiver that's a good blocker. I mean, if that's what I'm putting on my resume as a as a wide receiver, <laughs> I'm a good blocker first and good pass catcher second. Right. Okay. I mean, what, were you an offensive lineman in a previous life? Well, what, what do I care? Here's the deal. Kubiak has been places since the Texans, experienced some things. And won two Super Bowls since he's left. Tell me about it. That's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> has gotten some experience. Yeah. And knows this place intimately. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, knows it. Oh, that's very prodigal son-ish. If, if, uh, prodigal son return. Because not to mention, too, you know, he. This is his. This is where he's from. This is his area. And what better place to ride off into the sunset? Because I mean, other than the bad season, at the time of his, his departure from the Texan, he was having health issues. Yeah. No, there's been no question or or sign of health issues. We haven't heard any health issues since he left Denver. I mean, and he and he's missed coaching because coaching games because of health issues. Yeah. Here in the te- with the Texans. Hell, he had to. Hell, he damn near. Uh, hell, he took a knee before Kaepernick did. <laughs> <laughs> How come we don't give Coombs credit for that? How come exactly. we don't? I was at that game. As a exactly. matter of fact, I was at the press box uh, when he took that knee going back, going back uh, to the to, to the. It doesn't halftime. Uh, going back to the locker room. Uh, that's an intriguing uh, point. Is is bringing Gary Kubiak back? I, I think bringing Gary Kubiak back would be very polarizing. Because I think you've got a group of people who would be all for it. And then I think you've got another group that would, because it's, because the question would be, well, what did he do here? But then to your point, it would be, okay, yeah, he, he's been successful, you could argue, everywhere but Houston. He, his hands were tied. He got this job because he promised to do good things with the crappy quarterback that they had. That's the only reason he got this job, if you want to know the truth. Because, yeah. I was, I mean, they had given him this boatload of money before Coops got in, and he's like, damn, uh, you know what? And he did make things happen here. Tell you what, okay, so Gary Kubiak, I take that back. Gary Kubiak had two 12-4 seasons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I take that back. He had two. two okay, he had one twelve and four season with the Broncos. Um, he was sixty one and sixty four with 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 Houston, and he was twenty one and eleven with Denver. So he was twelve and four that first year. Won the Super Bowl. Came back the next year. They were nine and seven. And of course, I want to say that next year they were nine and seven was the year that uh, what's his face was all beat up and hurt. Right. Um, and and they, that was when kind of everything kind of started started to implode. Um, Didn't he go to uh, Baltimore first? He went to Baltimore for yeah. So in 2013, after he le- after he left the Texans in 2013, he went and uh, was OC for the for the Ravens. They win a Super Bowl his first year there. All right, Joe Flacco has his best year ever as a pro. Right, and then uh, he goes and coaches the Broncos for two years, and then he's been with the. Uh, and then I want to say he did. I can't remember uh, if he was out of coaching for a year. Mm-hmm. I think he was maybe for a hot minute, and then he's been with the Vikings the last two years, if I'm not mistaken. I'd kick the tires. I'd kick the tires. You got a bona fide quarterback. You've learned some things because where has he been? Places with some badass defenses. Here's and he's been under Zimmer, who is a defensive coach. He knows what to bring in has for defense. He's learned. You got to learn or you can't grow. I'm telling you, he's a, he's a, he's a tire kicker for me. 
He's only 59. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, not too old, but plenty of experience. Come on, people. Listen to me. Listen to your boy. He's only 59. Listen to your boy. I'm telling you. I mean, hell, we just elected a 78-year-old president. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) He's downright young and only 59. Uh, And here's the other thing, too, to that point. You know he's going to bring in a good staff. You know he is. You know he's going to bring in a good staff. The thing about Gary Kubiak is wildly respected in the National Football League. I'm just putting it out there, people. Look, that's my theory. That's my hot take for who should be next or who should be looked at for next thing. Can we get on to these Patriots? Man, you got you just blew my mind with that Gary Kubiak. <laughs> you just blew my mind with that Gary Kubiak. Interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, uh, if Gary Kubiak gets the job, you'll be saying Marcellus Wallace was right. That's right. Um, that's a that's a hot take, man. I like that. You got me thinking Gary Kubiak now. And you know what? I'd be okay with it. Yeah. And like and you said, you're gonna have some people that'd be for it, some people that's gonna be totally against it. Anybody you bring in is gonna be like that. Anybody. The enemy, same thing. He ain't ready. What are you doing here? He's just been under him. He doesn't have the experience. Because have people. Because you know, and it's funny you bring that up. Because let's let's call it what it is. The sheen on uh, the shine on Matt Nagy gone. Yep. Okay. Bye bye. Doug Peterson. <laughs> we forgot he won a Super Bowl. <laughs> That's right. That team has looked so <laughs> bad the last two years. He's moved up the the hot seat list. <laughs> Oh, he absolutely has. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The uh-huh. only reason he's not being thrown around for being getting fired is because of that Super Bowl from That's two years right. ago. Exactly right. So, uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's the 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 uh, the shine of being a Andy Reid guy. I mean, listen, it's still there, and it shouldn't. And, it, and it, listen, at the end of the day, it shouldn't affect Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy still deserves a shot, and he's going to get one regardless. Yeah, and okay. Like I said, no matter who we bring in, gonna, you're going to have but you're those right. two sides. But the, but the thing about Gary Kubiak, the pelts are on the wall. There. And, again, he's won, he's won one as a head coach, and I want to say now he's won at least three as an assistant. Because I want to say he won two with the Broncos. I think he was – I, I want to say he was uh, – uh, Actually, you know what? When he was a player. Wasn't, no, he, wasn't he back up to uh... – No, no, I think he was gone by then. No, 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 no. As a matter of fact, I think he won – he might have won four or five because I'll tell you what, because remember, he was the OC for the 49ers when they won that 95 Super Bowl. Because that's how Steve Young knew. That's how cause Steve oh, Young right. said he played under him in 95. No, he was, he was, um, he, he was Elway's backup in the late 80s. Okay. And early nineties. All right, there you go. Uh, so yeah, so he was yeah, so he got his start. I want to say maybe he uh, dicked around with the with the Broncos for a hot minute there, but no, he was he was uh, the Forty ers OC okay. when they won the Super Bowl in ninety four ninety five whenever it was. Was it 90, yeah? It was, no, it was ninety five. It was ninety five when they won the Super Bowl uh, with Steve Young, and was it they beat the brakes off of who the Chargers? I think that was that year when they fucking murdered Stan Humphreys and them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, hot take, hot take, Hank, it's full of physics, <laughs> right? I think we just got. I think we, I think we just figured out what our promo is going to be. That's uh, it for this week. So definitely stand by for that. Okay. Um, tell you what, the uh, the the what was that say? Was that old saying? The uh, the death of of the New England Patriots has been greatly exaggerated. 
<laughs> Why so? Well, let's call it what it is. I mean, three weeks ago, we were burying this team. Yeah. We were burying the Patriots. And here they are. You come back and you beat the Jets, which, again, it's the Jets. So let's not, you know. Not impressed. Let's not get it, get, get carried you're away there. You're supposed to break the brakes off of You're supposed to beat the Jets. Not come back and beat them. You're supposed to beat the brakes yeah, off of them. Yeah, it should have never been that close. But they could have given up. But they could have backed it in. Okay. But they didn't. Because as you, hey, like you're, I said, the other guys get paid to play too. Yeah, you're professionals. You better keep going. <laughs> okay. All right. Other, All right. Nobody expected you to beat the Baltimore Ravens. No. Okay. That was a game that you were supposed to lose, and everybody had you counted out. Done. Except for outside of that New England Patriot locker room. And Mike Babo. And Mike Babo. <laughs> but no, he just had him covering the spread. That's right. That's he right. just had him covering the spread. He still had him losing, but he had him covering the spread. Much like Mike Tomlin, I thought between him and Brian Flores were your coaches of the year last year. Yeah. And Mike Tomlin, I thought, did his best coaching job oh, ever without last a doubt. year. Without a doubt. And I think sometimes with great coaches, because they've got great players, we forget just how good of coaches they really are. Exactly. If Bill Belichick somehow gets this team to 10-6 and six, or 9-7 and seven, with what he's had to face with this team, Considering the optic, people forget how much they had. What nine guys opt out right before the season started? Okay, exactly. And I get it. You know, it's the you know uh, uh, what's more important the the system or the player. I mean, there was a lot of adjustment. I mean, listen, we saw a lot because let's call it what it is. That Tampa Bay roster is better than the than, than the New England roster. It's. I mean, it's 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 a huge thing that he's doing because. In this last game against Baltimore, guess how many yards Cam threw for? It was only like 100 and some, wasn't it? I mean, 119. It yeah, it wasn't much. And they're still finding a way to win the game. Yeah. Well, hell, the Jacoby Myers threw a 46-yard touchdown pass for crying <laughs> exactly out loud. Right. All right? I mean, I mean seriously, you got quarterbacks yeah. throwing touchdown passes yeah. for, the, uh, for the New England Patriots. But what he's doing and how he's gotten this team to fight back and 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 win games the way they are. You know, you had. I mean, think about it. You had nine guys opt out. All right. You you you're breaking in a new quarterback. By the way, your quarterback gets COVID. Yep. For a couple games, and and he didn't look right. Okay. You didn't practice for almost three weeks. That's another one. Okay. And you know as well as anybody. I mean, I, listen, AI. We get it. It's practice. Yeah. But you still need it. Right. Especially when you had a shortened off season. Especially when you had no preseason. Especially when you're breaking in new parts. All right, there's something to be said for that. And Cam didn't look right when he came back from his COVID. Okay. All right. And so, yeah, you 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 stunk it up a little bit. But these last two weeks, man, like you said, this team's finally start. This team's this team is starting to believe. They're starting to show the personality of their coach. Yes. No matter what, we're gonna find out how to win. That's exactly right. And having you said all that. Just all I heard was the nails going in the coffin for the Texans. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I tell you all that. Tell you this. That's right. Uh, the Tex. Listen, the Texans. I, I'm, a, I'm gonna go ahead and say something here that that may or may not be. I mean, it's not controversial, but I, I don't get us kicked out the podcast. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. You almost gotta wonder why would you keep playing Deshaun at, at the rate you're going. All right, I got an answer if you want to hear it. Oh, absolutely. $100 million. <laughs> but, okay, 
that I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a double down on that. Double down. That is your hundred million dollar investment. Okay. What good am I doing trotting him out to get his ass beat week in week out? He's the future of my franchise. Why do I keep? What am I doing? Because and again, we know this will never happen. Okay, this never will, ever ever this, ever, this, ever, this, ever 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 forever ever. ever. This will never happen. But I gotta, I, I, I have to ask myself when I watch what Deshaun and Deshaun wouldn't do it. All right, and yeah. and, and and no professional athlete would. No. All right. Well, no pre- professional athlete worth his salt is going to do it because y'all, y'all are competitors and you want to play. And I, and, and again, I get it. And I'm just, but I'm just saying from a financial and from a you know future standpoint, you're just marching him out there to get his ass beat week in week out. Um, and he's gonna get. And I listen. I I don't want Deshaun to get hurt because listen. After number fifteen, my favorite quarterback in the National Football League is Deshaun Watson. And you and I have been on these record on these record waves on these airwaves for years now. And you and I were on uh, we're on six ten a couple weeks after that after that draft went down. Right. All right. You and I were on Houston radio waves saying that Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes were going to be Tom Brady, uh, uh, Peyton Manning two point There you go. And we said that before we, anybody knew anything about either one of those guys exactly okay nobody knew a damn thing about either one and and nobody thought pat mahomes was going to be what pat mahomes is no they didn't okay nobody thought that all right so you and i and and again listen this is a business where everybody wants to take credit for when they get something right yeah all right we're gonna pat ourselves on the back for that because we were we, we we were ahead of the curve on that problem is this you got one franchise who has gone about putting talent drafting Exactly. Talent, because as you so uh, beautifully pointed out a couple weeks ago, for everybody who wants to dog on the Chiefs and oh well, look what they got. Sorry. Yeah, all those pieces have been drafted. Exactly. Okay, the stars that he's throwing those passes to are guys that they've drafted. Exactly all right? right, or they've made key free agent trade acquisitions. There you right? go. Guys like a Frank Clark that they went and gave money to, okay? Yes. Not guys like a Bernardrick McKinney that you gave money to. Not guys like a Whitney Merciless who looks like he still has the Rona, the way he's chasing <laughs> people around or, or, or lack thereof, okay? So, you know, my thing with Deshaun Watson is you're going you're gonna to David Carr this guy oh, at yeah. the rate you're going. If you, and I'm not saying you have already, no. but, you're, but, but, but you're getting there. But you're on the path. But you're on that path. You're on that path. And the, the thing about it is I don't see – where the Texans actually come up with, I think it, it'll have to be a scoring game. And it's hard to be a scoring game with the Texans when you have no superstars. You got Fuller that, that's going to run down the field and catch you some some deep balls. But your other receivers, they're not trying to go deep. And they're definitely not going across the middle. Well, I wouldn't say they're not trying to go deep. I mean, that, that you know, I, I would say no, Brandon no, no, Cooks no, no, no. does. No, no, no. Have you, you, so? have you seen Brandon Cook go deep? And everybody says uh, Deshaun Watson holding the ball. He's waiting for him to go deep. Well, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, out got, he's waiting for him to get, yeah get, get, get open, get free, get a get an opening, get a, uh, get away from break away. You've got a huge stretch coming up here because you got two games in the next eleven days. Yes, excuse me, not even not, not even the next. I'm sorry, as I was not even the next eleven days. You got two games in the next week, week and a half. Yeah, because you got, you got the Patriots coming. You know. And so, you know, you don't have to worry about elements, all right? So you're back at home, you're inside the dome, so that'll be nice. And then you're at, well, and then, of course, you're at another dome uh, the next week. But I'm going to say this, and as bad as they looked against the Cleveland Browns, and that's, and you and I talked about this, you know, had you been able to win against the Cleveland Browns, yeah. right? Then all of a sudden, you, you know, you had a winnable game against the Patriots, you have a winnable game against the Lions, Colts, although, pff, tell you what, Colts looked like world beaters the other night against the uh, Tennessee Titans, and then you're at Chicago. 
And Chicago looks like straight dog shit right now. Yeah, but ain't nobody going to stop that defensive line from Chicago. Nobody in a Texan uniform. Because no. I watched them work against uh, Minnesota. Yeah. And as much as I'm a Minnesota fan, because I played their people easy, easy, uh, I watched them, and they were – World beaters. Yeah. And Minnesota did a great job in moving the, the ball around, you know, a little trickery, a little uh, – uh, Devin Cook was all over the place, but he and uh, one of the guys there were just – Well, Justin Jefferson had himself another hell of a game too. And then you throw in the LSU Tiger, baby. Goes up and catches anything. Real quick, real quick before we make our final picks. As a defensive guy, how painful is it for you – to see that Bears defense, which would be getting a lot more pub and a lot more credit if they had an actual offense oh, that was worth a damn. That that defense is amazing. That's a, that's a, that's a Super Bowl-caliber defense right there. And they – I mean, they pressure. They play gap responsibility. Yeah. They did a good – I mean, even though Devin, Devin Cook had a good game, he worked for it. Yeah. And he came off that field. When he was on that plane back, he was like, boy, I'm glad this ain't a long plane ride. Give me some more ice because it was, it was work, and those guys came out and played the game. But on the other side, of, well, I'm not talking about that game. I'm just talking about that defense. So those guys are uh, – that defense is something special. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because I know you've been there, done that. <laughs> I know you as a player have been there, done that. Are you surprised and, – and, and granted, we don't have our ears to the Chicago ground. Are you surprised that they, that, that – you haven't heard more infighting coming from the Chicago side of things, considering that you've got a defense that that, that team should be 7-2, and 6-3, and three, whatever it is, considering how good that defense has been. But they've no. got, they don't have a – you know, you got an offense that's just absolute crap. I'm not surprised that there's no infighting okay. because that defense prides themselves on being defense. Okay. I mean, I've been on teams where our defense – we didn't even give a crap about the offense. I mean, it, but don't you get frustrated knowing that you do? You do get frustrated because you, you should have beat the Saints. Yeah, you know those are you, you know you could have beat the 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 Vikings. The Vikings. Yeah, I mean, these are, you know this is these are games where you should be winning right now because you're doing your part. You're no. holding these offenses in check. You can and only that, do so much, and that's where it 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 it's different. You're not. You never think of. You're doing your part till the season's over. Okay. Because it's like, look, I've been on teams where the other team has scored or we've scored. Like, oh, we got the ball back for our team on our on the twenty. Yeah. We got a field goal. All right, we got to hold them to zero, y'all. <laughs> and that's how you go out and yeah. play the game. You go, okay, we got to hold them to zero. We got three points. That's all we need. Let's yeah. go. And and you just go, get on that horse and start riding. Just roll with know? it. Yeah. Just roll with it. What a quarterback mess. And of course, uh, Foles is out. Uh, looks like they're going to bring Trubisky back, but it's. I, I think at this point it's irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, Patriots-Texans, Sunday. Don't have a spread yet, but uh, I, I think the Patriots win this ballgame. Patriots are going to win this game probably by 10. Really? Yeah. So I think the, I think the, Texans, will, oh, I think the Texans will keep it close. I think, I think it will be a field goal game. 10. All right, you like it, so you're saying like what, 27-17? Something like that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say – because I don't, I don't see this Patriot team score. I, I'm going to say 24-20. Well, no, the Patriots – no, the Texans are going to kick field goals. That we do know. I'm going to say – I'm going to say 27-23. Okay. I'm going to say 27-23. I think the Patriots find a way to win. Um, but but uh, I think if you take nothing else away from this program, ladies and gentlemen, 
Hot Take Hank in full of physics. Gary Kubiak. Boom. Gary Kubiak, potentially, as your next Texans head coach. And I got to say, I got to say, I'm not opposed to it. There you go. I, I would not be opposed to it in any way, shape, or form. Uh, don't forget, you can check this out on the uh, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure if you do uh, listen to it on Apple, please give us a five-star rating. Why? Because we promise you, you'll have more laughs and more fun than you did from any other Texas podcast. All right? Uh, once you can, again. You can also find us on the Twitter and yes. the Gram. Uh, at both Henry Thomas NFL and the Freddie D. Our handles are the exact same. At Henry Thomas NFL, at the Freddie D. For the one, the only Henry Thomas, I am still that dude, Freddie D. H Town in America. You know, we love you. Peace! Ha! What you see, what you see, is what you get. It's what you get. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.